feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid. Nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter when I caught breaking news. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, what do you make of this? There were, of course, lots of users across America that experienced cellular outages, many of them from AT&T, but also other companies as well. And the big one, of course, was it seemed like AT&T was suffering the biggest. Uh, T-Mobile and Verizon also had it. But now, just a few minutes ago, this is interesting, AT&T, after there were claims, well, maybe it was tied to a solar flare. Indeed, there have been a whole bunch of solar flare uh, experiences, if you will. Uh, Dr. Sky, who is our great planetary expert, well, he was telling us earlier today that he has actually seen a third massive solar flare all within 24 hours. And then the plot thickened also that the FBI and also Homeland Security, that they were looking into it. Could it have been a cyber attack? And we talked about that a lot also on Katz and Cosby earlier today. So people wondering, was it tied to some sort of cyber attack by China, by Russia? Who knows? There were a lot of people looking into it. We haven't heard anything yet from the FBI or the Department of Homeland Security. But AT&T has come out just in the last few minutes, and they are claiming it was due to a system issue. Here's what they said. Based on our initial review, we believe that today's outage was caused by the application and execution of an incorrect process used as we were expanding our network, not a cyber attack. So do you take everything at face value? Is there more to the story? Does it sound a little fishy that all of this has come? Of course, as the FBI director himself, not too long ago, he was over in Munich at the Munich conference saying that he thought he was very concerned about cyber hacking by China, that he believes it's at an all-time high and that there are a lot of bad actors that might try to play into technology in the United States, and then look what just happened. So what do you make of all of this? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. We will certainly keep you posted as developments arise in this fascinating, fascinating case. Meantime, speaking of cases, President Donald Trump The former president, president number 45, he is trying to move fast on a lot of his cases and trying to get them dismissed. Just a little bit ago, there was a filing by the Trump team trying to dismiss the charges in the Mar-a-Lago classified documents case. He argues that he has presidential immunity. 
And maybe because he's not feeble-minded like the current president who got off in the classified documents case. Remember, Robert Herr, of course, the special counsel in that case, came forward and said, you know what, Uh, we would basically put this guy on trial. Uh, He willfully retained the documents, but somehow he's too elderly and feeble-minded and senile, essentially, that he wouldn't be able to withstand a trial. And for all of those reasons, we're not going to go forward with charges. That was the weirdest sort of defense, if you will, that I have ever seen to exonerate somebody from prosecution. So President Trump is now doing a filing. It just came out a little bit ago saying that his classified documents case, unlike Joe Biden's, because remember, Joe Biden was vice president when a lot of these documents were taken and many of them even before that essentially when he was just a senator, where there is absolutely no immunity. He shouldn't have taken them out of the skiff. They were secret documents, classified. They should have stayed where they were. They shouldn't have been near Hunter Biden's hangout there near their Corvette in the garage. And because of all of those things, President Trump is saying that his case should be indeed dismissed. Presidential immunity, and he can certainly make the case It's a lot different than any argument coming from the Biden side. And this comes as the cases are continuing to mount, and so are the dollars against President Trump. The big case, of course, that happened not too long ago, Judge Arthur and Goran in New York, the New York state judge, who decided to take it upon himself, and he already gave the verdict, remember, before the trial even started, and then he gave that whopping $355 million verdict. And of course, who could forget also the $100 million fine? That was wild. And so then the way it works is while he's appealing, he would have to pay that down. He would have to put that down as sort of part of the bond, if you will. So even if he says this is totally ridiculous, this is totally out of the top, This just doesn't make any sense. In the meantime, he would still have to at least relinquish those assets or post them, put them in a holding company or whatever the issue is, or sell a lot of his properties. And boy, he has a lot of beloved ones. Even if you look at the New York landscape, you got Trump Tower, you got 40 Wall Street, you got Trump World Tower, Trump International Hotel and Tower, Trump Palace, Trump Park. 1290 Avenue of the Americas, where he owns, I think it's 30% stake in that building. The list goes on and on and on. Trump is synonymous with the New York City headlines and skylines, if you will. So, I mean, this is crazy. So Letitia James came out, remember, just a few days ago, the New York Attorney General and saying, you know what, Trump, if he doesn't turn over his assets, whether it's cash or these properties, we may move to get them seized. Remember this? If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court, and we will ask the judge to seize his assets. We will ask the judge to seize his assets. That's incredible. And everyone's like, wait, 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 wait. You are treating him you know, worse than a serial killer, and this is a civil case. 
and a historic one and an unprecedented one at that. So here is Kimberly Guilfoyle. We spoke with her earlier today on Cats and Cosby, and I want all of you to hear how she feels this is essentially like Putin's Russia. This is the way that New York liberals are treating Donald Trump. The whole thing is so uh, un-American. It's just, uh, and this is all being perpetrated by Joe Biden because he doesn't want to face Donald Trump uh, at the ballot box. So Joe Biden, uh, even though he pretends to despise him, he clearly admires and looks up to Putin because he's behaving in the same way. And here's a little bit more from my buddy Kimberly Guilfoyle, again, who's also a big advisor to the former president. So arbitrary and capricious. It really is. It's just it's reprehensible, the whole thing. It's backfiring on all of them. Um, All the polling shows that, you know, Americans believe that this is just lawfare and a political persecution of Donald Trump. And are they going to give him his interest back? I'd ask for interest back when he's vindicated. And Trump will end up making money on this deal because these fools, these stooges are going to get overturned. And there will be justice in this case, ultimately, is what I believe. And maybe it's one of the novel theories that we discussed today. But ultimately, I have to believe that the courts will see this in the way that it should be seen. So what do you make of all of this and the just quick decision that came back? Because Donald Trump said, listen, we would like to have a delay. It seems so over the top. It seems so excessive. We would like a delay to be able to put our assets together and figure this out. They are obviously planning on appealing. But in the meantime, while they appeal, they actually have to put up the assets. I mean, can you imagine? It doesn't matter how rich you are. And Donald Trump is certainly rich. But suddenly to say, hey, you've got to cough up $455 million, essentially, of assets, whether it's cash or whether it's your properties, that is stunning. And I agree with Kimberly Guilfoyle. It is un-American. So listen to what happened earlier today. This is fascinating. On Cats and Cosby, we spoke to the former dean of Regent University Law School, Nelson Happy, he joined me and John Katzmatidis in the studio, and he came up with a possible solution for Donald Trump. It's fascinating, and it actually could be groundbreaking. Take a listen. And back in 1990, the United States Supreme Court in Missouri versus Jenkins ruled the following. The modifications are not invalid under the Tenth Amendment since that amendment's reservation of non-delegated power to the states is not implicated by a federal court judgment enforcing the express prohibitions of unlawful state conduct enacted by the Fourteenth Amendment. That's really powerful. So explain this in layman terms to our listeners that the federal government could step in if. If Donald Trump went to federal court and he could choose whether he wanted to go to the lower level or to the U.S. Supreme Court. He could seek a, a, a writ prohibiting the court from proceeding to, to execute on this judgment because he's being denied his rights under the 14th Amendment. That is a fascinating case. And he's basing it on that 1990 case. All of us in the room were like, wow, uh, John and I were like fascinating. It really was. And we also had former New York Governor David Patterson, a Democrat in the room. We thought it was fascinating, an attorney. Also, Judge Richard Weinberg, who's with us every day, too. Uh, federal uh, judge. He understood. He went, wait, 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 wait. And 
we were all talking about the fact that that 1990 case is case law that is established. It wasn't that long ago. And it's also a civil case, which is what the case in New York involving Trump with his businesses that they're going after. That is a civil case. Remember, they're saying, well, he inflated the values. Uh, It wasn't appropriate. And then the punishment was so over the top, so punitive that you could make the case that it is overstepping by a state with this arbitrary uh, solution that they came up with and this arbitrary order that they came up with and this arbitrary, unbelievable amount that they came up with and the fact that he would have to cough it up while the case is under appeal. That would hamstring anybody. Think about that. That could, you know, put easily anybody almost under Uh, but just a minor percentage of Americans who might even have the assets. And even somebody like a Donald Trump who has a lot of assets that is really hurting his due process rights to be able to represent himself, to be able to do appeal by, in the meantime, putting somebody under and out of business. So it's an interesting point, and it's a very powerful point. And again, it's going back to case law that wasn't that long ago. So when we come back, we'll talk about outer space, if you believe that maybe it wasn't a cyber attack, as AT&T is saying, it was just a clerical sort of processing issue that they blame for all these outages. Uh, So that outer space issue or this out of space and out of your mind decision from the New York judge who, when there was an appeal by Trump saying, hey, wait, can't we just get a, a stay a little bit? to have time to pay this off? Can't we just get an extension? And then the attorney general filed, no, 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 there's no reason for a stay. He needs to pay it immediately within this 30-day time frame. And guess what happened? A few minutes later, the New York judge, who has voted against Trump because he clearly doesn't like Trump, he says, no, okay, you got to cough it up, President Trump. So isn't this interesting, this theory that maybe could bring the federal courts involved, that it's a federal issue, and boy, maybe they'll look at it and see what I think many of us see, is that this is indeed un-American and excessive. 1-800-848-9222. We're going to talk about all of this when we come back. The Rita Cosby Show. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Let me 
And you can never go wrong with a little bit of a space cowboy. It's the perfect song. We're talking about uh, the out of this world damages that New York State is imposing on Trump. But we're also talking about these major outages that are either solar flare. AT&T says it's not a cyber hack. They just came out and said that all these huge outages that took place with AT&T and also, by the way, it happened also with T-Mobile and Verizon, but AT&T says their company, well, it wasn't a cyber attack, not to panic everybody if suddenly your phones totally went out. By the way, um, some police departments weren't even able to get 911 calls. That's why this is stunning. This isn't just some little outage. Even police Stations were saying they weren't able to take the calls. That is really, that's catastrophic. And they're saying it was the execution of, quote, an incorrect process used as we're expanding our network. Do you believe that? Not that I doubt AT&T, but maybe they don't have all the information. Who knows? I mean, it comes at a time where we're very worried, and certainly it's a reminder of just how how we got to protect our infrastructure. Because think about if it really was a cyber attack going after our phone systems and people couldn't call 911. It's almost like one of those scary movies that you see where suddenly all the lines go down. They can't call anybody. They can't do this. They can't do that. Think about also if one of those uh, EMPs happens where you take down one of our electrical grids. It is a powerful reminder of just how fragile we are and how we are so interconnected. And also how far some technology by bad actors could be. The threat of it is frightening. Let's go to Jacqueline. Line four, Jacqueline, your thoughts. Rita, you know, I uh, I don't think we're ever going to get an answer because our government certainly doesn't want to uh, admit that it could be an EMP or that it's a, a, a nationwide cyber attack. And as far as AT&T's excuse that they were upgrading their system and it was a system glitch, that doesn't hold water because it would not have affected all of the other carriers, as you said, like T-Mobile. Um, so that, that, that doesn't hold water. It, it's just like Churchill used to say, we will never, never, never get an answer. That's a great point, because why did the other ones go down too? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And this Back the Blue segment here on the Rita Cosby Show is sponsored by GoyaCares.com because you are a precious gift from God. Check out GoyaCares.com. They do so much to combat human trafficking 
and to also preserve and enhance the values of family support. It's really, really important. So take a look at all the great work they do. Go to GoyaCares.com. And everybody, this is a really powerful story coming from Winthrop, Massachusetts, where a police officer, Robert Jaworski, of the police department there was completing a refresher course on CPR just before he got an important call to save a choking infant. Immediately, the 30-year veteran officer put his knowledge from his CPR training to test, get this, just 10 minutes after completing the course. So he completes the course. 10 minutes later, he gets a call. And it's a one-month-old baby who was choking in a home and desperately needed help. Responders from the police and fire rushed to the home, but Jaworski was the first person on the scene. The little infant, Savannah, was being watched by her grandparents when she started to choke on her formula, according to her grandfather, Daniel Barnes. Barnes said, my wife and was just trying to pat her on the back to clear the airway, and thank God, the ambulance and the cop showed up, and it was Officer Jaworski. As soon as he made it to the scene, Barnes said that the officer turned his granddaughter over to face the floor and patted her back several times upon initiating the third back blow, the child suddenly started screaming, which is always a wonderful thing. The officer dislodged the formula from the infant's throat, which allowed her to breathe again. The baby and the parent were then sent to Massachusetts Hospital for a checkup and thankfully doing just Fine. Now, the chief of police said, boy, it was a critical moment for saving the one-month-old's life. Jaworski showed professionalism, calm, courage, and skill. His prompt response and application of the back threats, which he had just learned 10 minutes earlier in that refresher course, were nothing short of extraordinary, undoubtedly played a crucial role in ensuring the baby's well-being and possibly saving the baby's life. By the way, according to the New York Department of Health, choking is the fourth highest cause of unintentional death for children under the age of five. All across America, this is so sad, one child dies from choking on their food about every five days. That's how common it is. And thank goodness that law enforcement had that refresher course And it was Officer Jaworski who knew exactly what to do, putting his training quickly into fast action. And, of course, a great reminder of how important our men and women in blue are every single day in every single situation that they deal with. And we so appreciate our law enforcement from all walks of life. Well, we are talking about this wild case of... AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon having massive cellular outages today. A lot of people experienced it across the country. By the way, these three companies all use different towers. They use different systems. And Jacqueline, who just called, brought up an interesting point. Like, why did they all kind of go down? Because AT&T is coming out in the last little bit saying that based on their initial review... Uh, They're saying it wasn't a cyber attack. They believe it was an incorrect process used as they were expanding their network. Being careful to say, again, it was not a cyber attack. But we do know that the FBI 
and Homeland Security started looking into all of this because they thought, boy, that's odd. All of these three companies experiencing major outages. It happened around 4.30 in the morning is sort of when it started very early, but so bad that, again, some police departments uh, were not able to get the 911 calls. What is going on? And it came again right after the director of the FBI said at the big Munich security conference that was happening that he is so worried about cyber attacks and China in particular. We also know, uh, as we know from the border, that we have seen such an enormous amount of migrants coming from China, Chinese nationals crossing our border. Again, you know, who knows what this is? But it sure sounds fishy to me, just overall. Maybe we don't have all the answers. Maybe AT&T doesn't have all the answers, even themselves at this point. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Mike, what do you think this is? Isn't that interesting that these companies all at the same time, and it's sort of uh, what law enforcement keeps warning us about, are these potential cyber attacks? Again, we don't know, but it, it's just it's it's a powerful reminder. Can you imagine if it was, uh, uh, you know, and then suddenly you're not able to call nine one one. Police aren't able to respond to nine one one calls. That is catastrophic. Oh yeah, it, it, it's totally wild. I was mentioning to Matt, you know, uh, cyberspace. My AT and T phone it hasn't you know exploded yet, but you know it sounds like double talk and what they're trying to you know give. Uh, uh, give us about uh, a great song, Space Cowboy. Where's my drumsticks, man? That was just, you know, a great lead-in. Rita, if I could say this. By by the way, Mike, Mike, by the way, since you love Space Cowboy and I love you because you're a South Carolina guy now, um, and, you know, I went to University of South Carolina, we're going to queue up the Space Cowboy a little bit more. Here's a little more for you because that was fun to hear it, too. Here it is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kind of fun to hear Space Cowboy, right, Mike? And who? And by the way, on this thing, the federal agencies said they were trying to figure out what was going on in space, and saying that they were quote urgently investigating. Doesn't that sound interesting? I mean, it's like, why would you suddenly urgently investigate if it was just some technical process? I mean, they clearly thought there might be some issue tied to something. And then we heard solar flare. Uh, It's like we're hearing a whole bunch of kind of different stuff. And there's something odd here, Mike. There's something missing. We need a space cowboy. Right. And great song. And, you know, yeah, there's something fugazi going on. And, you know, it's just a network of, of nothingness and alarming and this and that. And I can, uh, I'll tell you, I got to give a shout out, if I could, Rita, to Pete from Staten Island. I'm glad you, you're feeling better. Good caller. I know. And By the I way, was wasn't so- that the best that we heard from him? And, and he's in physical therapy oh, yeah. now. He's on the comeback. Oh, yeah. 
And I even fell, almost fell off my chair a couple of months ago. He was he was right behind uh, that, that guy Stanley, and he goes, going on behind him is like, you know, walking behind a horse. And I'm saying to myself, if that horse's tail goes up north, you either go east or west. Don't, don't go south because you're going to get the residue, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Mike. We love you, Mike. You always make me laugh every night, and I think so many of us, too, out here. Thank you so much, Mike. Well, speaking of some of the residue, that is what I would call the decision, of course, from the New York judge who threw the book at President Trump. And we were talking about the fact that now Trump has to cough up this money. The judge ruled. I think he spent maybe five minutes. Listening to uh, Trump's side saying, maybe we should delay this. Maybe this is excessive. Maybe to suddenly rush this through just seems awfully wrong and awfully un-American. No, we're going to have to have you pay. You're going to have to pay 30 days from when they initiated it. Remember, and that was last week. So the clock is ticking. And guess what? Uh, Speaking of the clock ticking, get this. The penalty for every day of interest from when they, because they predated it back to 2019. I'm surprised they didn't start from, uh, you know, from 1889. You know, I mean, these people would love to throw them back a, a couple centuries if they could, right? But the penalty is $87,000 a day is the penalty that he would have to pay. Can you imagine? Literally every day that is adding up from when he has to be paying it, is that, and then beyond it, they're also talking about seizing his assets. That is an incredible amount that it was $87 a day is the interest that they incurred. Because God forbid, uh, you know, one million, two million, whatever, that's not enough. Let's add 355 million plus a hundred million in interest. Again, 87000 a day is how they calculated it and reached this amount. Now, Trump, it was interesting the other night, guys. When he was at the town hall with my buddy, Laura Ingram, he came out and he said, you know what? It's interesting because I think she looked at my liquid assets and looked to see how much cash I have on hand and so forth and said, "Um, okay, let's up the ante. Because remember, originally she started at like 250, which everyone was like, oh, my God, you know, that's so over the top. And then she changed the amount. I think it was to like 375. And the judge ended up coming close to what she said, 355. And then let's not forget again about the $87,000 daily in interest. So this is just, it's an unbelievable amount. It's preposterous. And so Trump was saying, hey, let's at least have a delay in paying for this. Can't we just delay it and put the grounds that it's just over the top? It's, it's unrealistic, even for somebody who has a lot of money. He doesn't want to obviously give up every single dime he has and be out of business or whatever. I mean, it's just crazy. So he put a filing in. Letitia James said, no, there shouldn't be a delay. And the judge came back, I think it was about five minutes later, and said, no, nope, there won't be any delay. So I do think they may have some interesting grounds for appeal. And we were talking about the one that there is some case law in a civil case that dates back to 1990. It's a case in the South where they said that a state basically overreached in its punitive nature and uh, putting somebody out of business, due process, all of these different things to be able to defend themselves on appeal. And that actually is pretty clear in the case here where it looks like there was an overreach by the state of New York 
And now he can't even do business. I mean, it doesn't matter how much money you got, even if you're Donald Trump. Uh, I would say $455 million hurts a lot, a real lot. So here is Kimberly Guilfoyle. She, of course, is one of the senior advisors there to the president. And, of course, uh, you know, of course, with Donald Trump Jr., Kimberly is also a great attorney. And she said that it is clear that she believes there are some grounds for appeal. Listen to this. The average American that says this is so unjust that they can do this to President Trump, they can do it to any one of us or anybody out there listening. That's why it's got to come to a stop. And that's why President Trump is fighting it so aggressively. It's just it really is. It's un-American. I wake up in the morning like what country I'm in. How can this be happening? But they've overstepped their bounds to the point now that they're blowing it and they're creating these loopholes and problems that are very appealable that will ultimately result in a victory and a vindication for the president. And what are your thoughts, guys? 1-800-848-9222. Are we living in a Russia situation where there really isn't any fair justice and where there really isn't any sort of sense of fairness? And they do these sort of over-the-top things to drive the leading political opponent out of business. We saw, obviously, the extreme example there in Russia where uh, we saw what happened to Navalny, uh, and they still won't even turn over his body. But we are led to believe that he just went on a walk and suddenly had some natural death. But they won't turn over his body, even though he was poisoned years ago and survived that attack, and now they won't turn over the body to the families. But, I mean, I feel like a lot of people around the world are going, what is going on with America? They're making us look like a banana republic. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Frank in Canada. Frank, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Love talking to you, like I say, all the time. Um, you too. It's so outrageous. Um, what do you say? Like this judge and uh, DA Letitia James, I mean, she, she um, campaigned on it. It's so common sense. It's a civil court, is it not? Am I right or am I wrong? It is. It's a civil court. but And, and Frank, that's what's so preposterous that you would – I had to remind myself of that earlier today, too, because it just seems like he's being treated I, – I bring up the sort of serial killer because the way they're treating him, it isn't for like a business issue on a civil case. I mean, it is so over the top. Don't I mean? What are they saying in Canada? Are they going? What the heck is going on with our uh, southern neighbor? Well, our your northern neighbor. But uh, what I hear is I'm talking uh, about like, you. You you talking to us? We're your southern neighbor. Oh, but I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant me. I'm sorry. I just I wanted to make sure you knew that I knew the geography. Okay, but go uh, ahead, no, no, Frank. No. <laughs> No, no, I would never contradict you You talking. Um, no, like 80% of the people I talk to are saying, like, is this crazy? Is this nuts? Like, even uh, Mr. O'Leary, who is a Canadian, he says, I'll never do business in New York again. Like, this is crazy. A civil court can decide to take away your properties, no matter how much they're worth. This judge is so radical, a draft dodger, I've heard, and, like, it's just ridiculous. Letitia James ran on it. It's so plain to see. But, and you got federal cases coming out of the woodwork. And the saddest thing I saw today, which is kind of, you know, kind of sad in my head, but 
Walking into the sunset was Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi walking down the tarmac. Uh, yeah, it, no, exactly. They're like walking, and you can bet they're probably like, "Hey, we're uh, we're getting him good," you know. I mean, it, it is. They're like kind of holding hands, like it was like at a nursing home almost. Like I don't know who was leading. It was like the blind leading the blind there, you know. But it, it's an interesting point, Frank, because. They are also seeing what we're also seeing, and I'm sure what you're seeing in Canada, that the polls are tanking so bad for Biden. And it seems like as the polls tank and as Trump is rising, they keep throwing more and more. And this is like this is a corporate death penalty. I mean, that's what they're trying to impose. And the more I see this judge's actions, it just reinforces it. 1-800-848-9222. And we'll continue your calls, everybody, after the break. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show. A little bit of telephone by Lady Gaga. And wow, that fits for what happened today because the FBI and Homeland Security were, quote, urgently investigating whether an outage that affects AT&T, also T-Mobile and Verizon, may have been caused by a cyber attack. AT&T says it was some sort of processing. But how does that explain the others? Did you guys go through it? I know a lot of people who did. This is wild. And it is a reminder that we are very vulnerable in so many ways should something like that happen. Uh, Let's go to Mordecai, line three. Mordecai, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Um, Yeah, I was, you know what? I was up uh, when this happened and um, I was watching a video on my phone and I was also, uh, I was also playing my Xbox and it was weird. Like I I was in the middle of a video and all of a sudden just cut out. Um, And, you know, usually when that happens, I, uh, you know, I just turn off my Wi-Fi, go on data, but neither of which were working. It, It happened at the same time. The video stopped on my phone and then it disconnected uh, from my Xbox. It's like, you know, you know, you're disconnected. I'm like, you know, what's going on here? Um, my router was blinking crazy. I didn't have any idea what it was. Um, and I couldn't look anything up. I mean, it was it was only for a couple of minutes on my end. But um, but still, I mean, I I when you mentioned that, when I heard that on the radio, that's when I found I'm like, wow, that was a. Uh, that was whatever this is, a solar flare? A, well, no, no, no. So here, now they're saying, AT&T is saying that it was some sort of process issue. There and was, yeah, well, that's what we haven't heard anything. Exactly. And they're on different services. They're different cell towers. And also, um, Dr. Sky, who's sort of our, you know, our planetary, one of the best ones out there, he said that there were three massive solar flares in 24 hours which could potentially do something like this, but AT&T isn't saying it was a solar flare. They're saying it was some sort of thing with their process. So this sounds like it is a mystery not really solved, Mordecai. Um, So, wow, that's interesting because you saw it. 
And boy, is that scary when you think about if somebody is trying to do something uh, destructive to America, we are really vulnerable.